0: Welcome to Footy Doses on the spot. In this episode, I'm going to be comparing my list of major signings compared to Gary uh, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher's list of major signings. It is, as they define it, a green, amber, and red list. I completely disagree with their list. Like, I, I very strongly disagree with their list in a lot of aspects. And I just thought, you know, it'd be fun if I did my own list, and I compared myself to their list. I think this will probably be a YouTube video because, look, um, I, I mean, I want to show... The comparison. So, I feel like I might have misspelled some players' names by accident, but I, I feel like I got most of them nail on. So, let me just read... <clears throat> let me just read Gary Neville's, Um. Actually, look. First off, let's talk about Casemiro. Congratulations to Casemiro from retiring from winning trophies at the age of 30. I don't think Casemiro is going to win anything now, as he has left Real Madrid. Um, l- l- let's be honest. I don't think... Um, Casemiro came in, you know, it's because it's of salary, because I think I don't think he came for footballing reasons, because if it was footballing reasons, he would have stayed at Real Madrid, who look like they're gonna have another strong Champions League campaign. And it was mostly I think because he was worried about his starting position in the team in the next few years, Well, his young blood coming through. As well as the fact that, you know, he wanted one major payday before, you know, he starts declining and going to a career end. And I think I feel like no one comes to Man United for footballing reasons. They only come to Man United for salary reasons, more so than footballing reasons. I think that's what happened to Casimir. I'm sure he came because it's not even a challenge coming to Man United. You can't say I'm coming. I want a new challenge. You're coming into Mission Impossible. This is Mission Impossible. Do your own stunts. This is a tough, tough team to come into, especially nowadays with the current last two seasons. Last three seasons. Let's whip out the year we came second. It's still a tough, tough club to come to because of how volatile we are. <laughs> you know, like the season we came second, we'd beat a club like, you know, 3-0 or something, and then we'd tie 1-1. It was just like what? So we just beat a club and then we lost what? Like it was a very volatile team. And now it's definitely it's a very it's like investing in cryptocurrency. You don't know if United's gonna go up or down, but currently it seems like it's going on a downtrend just like actual cryptocurrency, but, I mean, great, so I think, I think Casimir was not the CDM we expected, but to say I am disappointed, uh, is, like, far beyond, I'm very excited because Casimir is definitely one of the world's best CDMs, I mean, obviously, we got him at a little bit of age, but, um, definitely, definitely, um, definitely you know a signing that i can be happy with because i'm i think casimir is you know it's a it's a great cdm signing actually i think we paid 65 million around 70 million including add-ons considering the fact look it shows how fast we can get transfers done if we want to the fact that we've been chasing deong for months and months and months And we still haven't got him and the fact that within a week we get Casemiro shows United have the capabilities if they want to work to get signings done as fast as City as fast as Liverpool. We just don't because the Glazers just don't care enough for this club. They'd rather focus on their other football team, uh, meaning the American football, not the actual, you know, soccer football. But we've been chasing De Jong for months. We didn't get him. We've been chasing Casemiro for less than a week. Now, what does that say? Does that mean Barcelona suck at doing business? Or does that mean we just, if we want to get transfer done, we'll get it done fast? I think it's a bit of both. I think Barcelona were reluctant and Frankie De Jong was reluctant. But I also think that we were, you know, sort of stretching our options with Frankie De Jong. And... I don't want De Jong anymore, to be honest. I, re- I mean, I do want De Jong, but I don't think it should happen. We've been, you know, toyed around with too long. Uh, you know, Barcelona have toyed around with us too long. And we're suckers because we let them toy around with us. So the fact that De Jong isn't, you know, confirmed, I think, and Casemiro is, I think De Jong's complete. I'm 0% De, de Jong team now. I don't think he's de- at coming at all, unless somehow we whip out another 70, 80 million for De Jong. And the fact that we got, you know... Casemiro for 70 million I think is great and the fact that you know De Jong, considering Barcelona's financial crunch you know I think 60 million for De Jong, call it a day or nothing but don't even negotiate with Barcelona I think De Jong has nothing in it anymore you know I think, I think it's done. But anyway, let's get to my list comparison with um, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher. Their list of major signings since the summer of 2013 featured two green players, seven amber players, and the rest was all red players. My list features three green players. I have to count how many amber players. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Eleven amber players. But look, let let me go back to my list. So... I feel that they were very unfair in some of their listings and the the way i see it is green is people who provided value for money and we could sell and get back what we probably spent on them you know like just a overall good signing i think amber is players who it's not that they didn't perform they did perform for the club we can probably recover what we spent on them um i think that would be more of an appropriate um a rendition and red is completely waste like we can't get what we spent for them they haven't justified their fees at all so green great signings you know just an overall good signing amber we can probably recover what we spent on them or they were just good for the club they performed they won trophies red absolute worst so i mean there's a majority of red which is probably not good and it signifies how far back we've fallen but let's get into it First, we're going to go for the green part. So Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher said Zlatan Ibrahimovic was green and Bruno Fernandes was green. And my, my biggest issue with this is the fact that Cristiano Ronaldo is not on the green list, and here's why. Ronaldo scored and was competing for the Golden Boot in one of the worst United Sides you know, in the last two decades, and he almost won the golden boot. He was relatively close, you know, to winning the golden boot. And I think the fact that Ronaldo was able to create goals out of um, the fact that, you know, our team, if there was a goal, if there's an opportunity on a silver platter, you know, if there was a chance in front of our team, they still wouldn't be able to create a chance. And the fact that Ronaldo created goals out of nothing um, signifies, you know, how good Cristiano Ronaldo has been, and we paid next to nothing for Ronaldo, I know he's an aging superstar, but he's still Cristiano Ronaldo, and he's still performing at the top, top level, he's a machine, he's Ronaldo, and he's a machine, he's definitely on the green list for me, it's not even a question of, you know, is he on the green list or not, he's definitely on the green list, there's no debate about it, um, then comes Zlatan Ibrahimovic, we got him for, um, free, and, you know, he won trophies with the club. He won trophies with the club, which is a huge deal because, you know, I think we underrated him at the time he was there. And I think he was overall, he was a good player for United. Um, I also feel like he was strong personality in the dressing room, which, you know, that that's just something I'm adding in there as well. But he did well for the club and considering we got him for free. Um, the the short span of time he was here, he did well. We won trophies. You know, Bruno Fernandes, this one is a bit of a tricky one. But wait, wait, before I go to Bruno Fernandes, the fact that, you know, they put Cristiano Ronaldo on the amber list next to Harry Maguire is an absolute joke next to Fred is an absolute joke next to Edison Cavani is an absolute joke the fact that you think Ronaldo's on the same list and the fact that you think he's causing problems in the dressing room I think Ronaldo's a breath of fresh air for this club I think he's the, one of the only players at this club that I still fully support that if we were to get rid of every single player in each position he's the only position that I wouldn't get rid of a player in you know, that's, I think, that's, that like, if we had to do a complete overhaul of the club, you gave me any options. You know, even some of the most prospective young strikers in the world right now, I'd take Ronaldo over all of them. And I think the fact that they put him in the amber list next to Maguire is an insult to Cristiano Ronaldo. is an insult to what he's achieved at his second stint at the club. Ronaldo is in the green list, Zlatan's in the green list. And let me get to Bruno Fernandes now. Look, the thing with Bruno Fernandes is, I know he hasn't been performing for the last, you know, 12 months, 14, more than 12 months, if you're going to put at it. But look, if we were to sell Bruno Fernandes today, we would definitely get more than 50 million. And the seat... Time that he did perform, he saved us numerous times since he signed for the club. Numerous times he came in clutch. Numerous times it was Bruno Fernandes dictating the game. Numerous times it was Bruno Fernandes coming in with a late penalty, with a late goal, with a late assist. Numerous times. And I think Bruno, Bruno Fernandes is definitely a green signing in that sense. I know he hasn't performed for the last 12 months, but who has been performing for the last 12 months? Barely nobody. Nobody's been performing for the last 12 months. It's 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 been... You know, it's almost no one is performing. Yes, Bruno Fernandes in the last 12 months has been horrendous. He's missed open goals. He's missed great chances. He's failed to, you know, pass accurately, all that. But the fact that if you overall say, if it comes down to would you sign Bruno Fernandes again, the answer is yes, yes, yes. I would sign Bruno Fernandes again, again, and again. So that's that's just my take on it. I would definitely sign Bruno Fernandes again and again. I'm not going to go through everyone on this list because it's a very, very long list. I'm just going to cut through a few people. Um... Amber list. so their list consists of Herrera Shaw Matic Fred Maguire Cavani Ronaldo. Okay. I'm going to I'm going to highlight my list consists of Pogba Mata Van de Beek Diego Dalot Lindelof Matic Shaw Sancho Sancho Fellaini Herrera and Varane. Okay. First off, your list is completely invalidated by the time I see Harry Maguire in the amber list. 80 million, and he's a horrible captain. He hasn't had any moments of, you know, magic where we can say, Oh, Maguire's the beast. Yes, there was one season where you could say he was somewhat consistent. Yes, he was somewhat good, but, and he did make team of the season. But he's also our captain, you know he's been a horrendous captain if you it it comes down to would you sign Maguire again and the answer is no definitely not for 80 million no definitely not has he been overall good for the club you know a somewhat decent performer hell no he has not been a somewhat decent performer the fact that he makes it onto their major signings list in an amber category it it invalidates the whole list in its entirety so my amber list is Pogba, Mata, Beek, Adelo, Lindelof, Matic, Shaw, I already said this Look. Pogba, I think, had moments of genius in his stay at United. He won two trophies, Europa League and Carabao Cup. I thought he won the FA Cup, but I guess I was wrong. Um, so I think, you know, and the fact that we lost him for free does lean him towards the red category for me. But I think overall, I would sign Pogba again. I know a lot of the media hated Pogba and they made a joke and mockery and they always used to target him. But I, I, would, I definitely would sign Pogba again. Maybe not for 89 million, but, you know, I, I can't, the fact that we won two trophies and nothing for five years, I can't fully blame Pogba, because it's not like it's one player's fault, it's an overall umbrella issue at Man United, and I think, you know, Pogba isn't in entirety to blame for that, but... He did play an important role in us winning those two trophies, so I I have to put him on the amber list for me. The fact that we lost him for free, again, does sort of lean him towards the red list, but I'm going to keep him on the amber list just to spin some positivity. Juan Mata was a, you know, he had such good moments, such good goals, such key goals throughout the club, you know, goal against Liverpool. Lots of goals, you know, lots of moments where he's important, and he's an important personality in the dressing room. He's definitely on the amber list, and we've paid very little for him comparatively to what, you know, At the time, I think he was worth. So he's on the Amber list for me. Donny van de Beek's on the Amber list for me because we've just done... Injustice with Donny van der Beek, and I think the moments he has played, he's performed well. And the fact that if we were to sell him, we'd probably get something close to what we paid for him, so he makes the amber list no doubt for me. The fact that they put him on the red list just indicates to me that they don't understand that you know it's not his fault that he's being you know up in the red list, it's not his fault because he's just not being played. Algernon Soshar made a mockery and you know disgraced Donny van der Beek. The fact that he put in hard work came back after his first year in better shape, and bigger, and faster, and all that, and he still was benched so frequently, is not his own fault, and I believe the club is at fault, so he's on the amber list for me, Diego Dallo, we get the money back, Lindelof, you know, value for money, I think, not too bad, Matic again, not too bad, Jaden Sancho, he's had one season, you know, two seasons, and one of those seasons, Ole Gunnar shot, didn't know how to play with him, he didn't know how to, um, use him at, at all, and used to bench him, and all that, so I think towards the end, Ralph Reiming started utilizing him properly, and he showed what he's capable of, Amberless for me, you can't judge him off of one season, to be honest, um, Luke Shaw, there's a time where people were calling him Roberto Carvel, so let me point that out, and I don't think it was too bad a signing compared to, you know, we didn't even pay that much for him, as I remember, let me just check, uh, rans for a few. I think it was the most expensive at the time yeah 30 million a world record for a teenager at the time but you know I think would you make that sign again my answer is yes 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 I would definitely make that signing again um you know it just hasn't been the best the last 12 months but who has been the best in the last 12 months I'm going to keep using that as a justification and I think Luke Shaw is you know he's still our left back over Tellez for sure um Fellaini, I think Fellaini did play, I, I didn't like Fellaini at United, I mean I liked Fellaini as a player just not at United, but I think he did have key moments throughout his time at the club and I think definitely puts in the amber category for that because you know there were key moments obviously he did have a rapid decline at united eventually but i think amber list for me Andrew herrera clear why he's on the amber list rafael varan one season it was filled with injuries amber list um and we paid next to nothing for conserving what a good player he was if we paid 80 million for rafael varan that would definitely be justifiable compared to 80 million for harry Maguire. to be honest um then let's move on to the red list. Obviously, my red list category starts off with Harry Maguire. Not worth it at all. I would never make that signing again. Apparently, Chelsea are interested in Maguire, and I say, and for a swap deal for Pulisic, including some cash. I say, you guys keep Pulisic. We'll just give you Maguire, and you can, you know, we'll keep our cash. How about that? You know, I think it's a win-win situation for all. Definitely, actually, it's a lose for you guys because you get Maguire, who's an absolute waste of money. But if you take him for free, I think it's definitely worth it then. Aaron wan bissaka we heavily overpaid. Anthony Martial, you know, he was great the first season. So maybe in the... No, not on the Amber list because we let him go for loan and he flopped on loan. And he'd just been so inconsistent. Alexis Sanchez, it's clear why he's there. Lukaku, it's clear why he's on the red list. Edison Cavani, great for one season. Um, The season we needed him the most, which was this season the last season he was just too injury prone and we didn't really get much out of him so that's why he makes it red list otherwise if if this season he played a little bit more i would probably put him on the amber list fred we spent too much on fred red list Angel Di maria was just a horrible signing he was just so unhappy at the club forcing him to leave um blind I, blind i mean i don't know if i want to put him on the red list it kind of hurts me to put him on the red list um same with schweinstagger but red list um it is memphis Depay. red list Darmian redlist, Mkhitaryan redlist. Even though I think Mkhitaryan is a good player, we just you know he just didn't get it get to the level that you know we thought he was capable of at ah, Man United. Alex Telles. Us- I had hopes for, but red list. Eric Bailly, I quite like as a player, but red list, because, you know, he just hasn't been given game time, so it's not exactly his own fault, but then he's also been injury-prone. So, red list. Ahmad Diallo, red list, because we signed him, and then we just sort of loaned him out. That's why I also include Pelestri, even though I don't think Pelestri should even be on this major signings list. But I only included him to make a point that, look, we signed these two players as a you know alternative to Jaden Sancho to develop them, and we haven't developed either. Morgan Schneider, red list. Marcus Rojo, red list. Daniel James, amber list. I feel like I should put him on the amber list because we kept him for a short period of span where he wasn't too bad. And also, we did make a profit on him. That's the only reason I'd even consider putting him on the amber list. But I'm just going to put him on the red list because, you know, I I was actually quite a big fan of Daniel James, if I'm personally being honest. Now, let me talk about Neville's and Carragher's red list, and I'll do a quick comparison. They put Fellaini, Matal, Ro- Rojo, Di Maria, Daily Blind, Depay, Schweinsteiger, Damian, Schneiderlin, Martial, Baye, Mkhitaryan, Pogba, Lindelof, Lukaku, Sanchez, Dalot, James, Juan Bissaka, Donny van de Beek, Telez, Ahmad Diallo, Sancho, and Rafael Varane. First off, their list was already invalidated by the time they didn't put Ronaldo on the green list and Maguire they put on the amber list. Mata on the red list, completely no, I completely disagree with that. Um, Who else do I complete? Sancho and Varane, completely disagree with that. Donny van de Beek, completely disagree. Dalot, I completely disagree with. Um, Paul Pogba has been a centerpiece of hate from the media, so I can understand why he would force him onto the red list. But look, the amount of English protection I'm seeing here because of Harry Maguire is insane. Because the fact that, I get it, Maguire and Leicester did the impossible by winning the Premier League. What was it, 500 or 5,000 to one odds? 5,000 to one odds, insane, insane odds. And they did it. They won one of the biggest leagues in the world, if not the most competitive league in the world. And, you know, incredible that they did. And so Maguire obviously was a, you know, huge part in them doing that. But that doesn't justify his £80 million spending. And if you look at his run at United, especially the fact that he's our captain, it's not justifiable to put him on the amber list by any means. Even Fred, we overpaid for Fred. Yes, Fred performs for Brazil, but he hasn't performed for us. So, you know, I don't even think we'll recoup the money that we spent on Fred. So complete red list for me. Those, I think are so obvious, Matic, you know, Matic, uh, this, that, that's that's whatever, I'm not even going to touch into that, Juan Bisaka and Maguire, I think, are centerpieces to why people think they can rip us off in business, because they know if you can overplay for these players, they'll definitely overplay for a good quality player that we might be interested in, I feel like that's why Barcelona were pushing for more for De Jong, because they knew, um, we make stupid transfers and I think that's the you know it's fair enough because we do make stupid transfers so I think that's my complete assessment of my version of the green red and uh, green amber and red list compared to Neville and Carragher's and I think mine is more accurate than theirs by all means because the fact that you have I keep saying it because it just frustrates me so much. The fact that you have Maguire and Fred on the amber list and Ronaldo on the amber list is just a complete joke. And the fact that you have players like Varane and Sancho who've barely, and Donny van de Beek who barely had a chance to prove themselves on the red list just shows that, you know, you don't take this seriously. And there is some media bias to that. You know, um, yeah, it's just... Uh, that's all I can say for that. Welcome to Manchester United, Casemiro. I think you, you are a shocking but delightful surprise as a CDM option, and I'm very glad. But still, welcome to Manchester United, Casemiro. Glazers out still, though. Like, I still don't want the Glazers. You can try and distract us with Casemiro. Hell, you could sign Mbappe tomorrow. You could sign De Jong tomorrow. You could sign somehow Van Dijk tomorrow. You could sign the world's best players. Five, six of them. Spend 500 million and, you know completely back the manager i'd still want you out of the damn club i don't care if you spend another billion on actually worth players this time in just this transfer window glazers out it's it's time you know and don't let the fact that they're signing Casemiro, don't let the fact that they're going to sign someone else distract you from the fact that they have turned this club into a graveyard and a mid table relegation team glazers out welcome to manchester united Casemiro. i hope I believe he's going to play considerable. I'm not sure about that, though. So I'll see you guys in the next episode on Monday or Tuesday. Until then, take care and peace out.